Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Are you a fan of making lemonade? Qui-Gon's happy hour? Or just my work in general? Well, due to the current world crisis, health crisis, we are, we here at the Lemonade Podcast Network have hit a wall as far as our sponsors and regular revenue streams go. And we thought it's time to push our Patreon. If you go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the lemonade network and become a patron you will get access to not only a patron exclusive podcast feed with all our star wars after shows movie commentaries and the whole first season of my podcast baking oranges where i talk with my friend and yours steve about pop culture and the world around us but you will also get 15 percent off all products in my online store Um, year-round and access to a patron-only Discord community where you can talk about the latest episodes, pop culture, and much more with our Lemonade Network community. Now, for those of you out there who are also in financial hardship right now, this is not for you. I want you all to know that we we will still have free podcasting content year-round. Every single week, we're going to have new episodes of Making Lemonade and Qui-Gon's Happy Hour every other week as well, so don't fret. However, if you are not in financial hardship and you could spare some <laughs> some cash um, and would like to help out and are, are a fan of everything we do here at the Lemonade Network, please head over to patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network and become a Patreon a patron today. Stay weird. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. And <laughs> Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we have a very, very special episode. I have been working on this series called The Creative Hero's Journey since about January of the beginning of this year. Yes, that's correct. I've been working on it since January. It um, it was supposed to come out about February. Uh, what's after February? March-ish. <laughs> um, but obviously, everything that happened with the world done happened. And we... You know, I didn't feel this series to be, well, very relevant um, by any means. So, it's. I thought it was time to bring it out. It's the second half. It is the 1st of July. Happy 1st of July, everybody. Pinching a punch the first day of the month. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, let's get, get into the first episode. We're going to start at the beginning. I want the, the idea of this, um, this series is that I want you to um, be able to discover where you are in your creative hero's journey um, as far as Joseph Campbell wrote it in the uh, Hero with a Thousand Faces. And I want you to discover where, um, like how you can get to the next step, um, which step you are in to begin with so that you know which direction to head. So... Without further ado, let's get into the vlog section or portion rather of this episode and then we can get into the episode itself. All right, guys, I'll see you in a second.
Hello there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to push the camera up there on the YouTube a little bit. Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, welcome to the vlog portion of this of the episode. Welcome to episode 95 of Making Lemonade. When was the last time you did 95 of anything? I couldn't tell you. Um, and I'm very, very excited. We are only five episodes away from number 100, which means I probably should start preparing something very special for number 100. For the 100th birthday um, of, of Making Lemonade. This week, I have been up to a bunch of things. Uh, can't tell you exactly. Uh, it's been a very funny week. Um, as always, the days are melding into each other. Um, today, as of today, here in New South Wales, we are allowed to go back to the movies. So, I might be doing that tonight. But we'll see how we go. I do have an immune-compromised wife in that, uh, fiancé rather, in that she is pregnant. Um, I do have a little girl I need to think of as well. I have a family now that I need to think of as I have had for the past two years. Um, and beyond that, um, from when I first started dating my fiance, my now fiance. Um, I mean, what have I been doing this week? I have been working on a few things. I did a salt bay. Um, I did another wanna draw. Uh, people on TikTok will know that they've seen that. Um, I did a wanna draw of salt bay as a steampunk. That was really fun. So, um, if you're watching right now, um, go to my TikTok and you will be able to see that. You can also see it on my Instagram as well. Um, and uh, yeah, that's my Salt Bay as a steampunk character. He had little like uh, cogs and gears, golden gears that he was sprinkling. So that was fun. I did that in an afternoon. Um, I'm testing out some bits and pieces here and there, some uh, potential animation. I don't want to spoil anything or give anything away because it might just not work, but hopefully it does. It So far, the tests um, have worked. Uh, the test, the screen test rather, so to say. Um, what else has been going on this week? I have been speaking to my alter ego, the Enigma, and he's got some plans. Um, I don't think he's going to be bringing out a record anytime soon, but he definitely has some plans um, for some content. We will uh, we'll see we'll see how that goes. Um, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it. He can't be trusted. <laughs> he um, is quite arrogant and still a bit of a child at times, um, but. You know, for those of you who don't know who the Enigma is, you might have seen it on TikTok um, about a week ago. When I was 15, 14, 15, I started rapping. I used to do hip hop. Um, I still do a little bit. I like to make beats. Uh, but as a father, I don't have all that much time to just do bits and pieces like that. So when a song comes to me, I'll write it, but um, very rarely do I sit down to do it um, I would like to write some more songs as a hobby it would be really fun however um, when it comes to when it comes to the enigma he was my alter ego he was my rap persona my hip hop persona um, and he got me a lot in a lot of trouble uh, a lot of weird things <laughs> happened 
Um, I would like to do some episodes on here soon uh, in which I go through my old... Um, what's am I called? My old uh, books. Old um, rap... Rhyme books? That's the word I'm looking for. In which I go through my old rhyme books and that will be, you know, really interesting to read. It'll be a good laugh as well because there's some stuff. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. There is... Let's just say there's some stuff in there. That's all I really have to say about that. Um, and maybe the Enigma will come on and, and read with me. Um, a few of my alter egos have been speaking to me, texting back and forth with me about um, doing some episodes, might do an interview. Uh, if you heard back on episode 92, I did an interview on 93. I did an interview with um, the angry boy. He's, you know, the champion of it at everything, the champion at life. Um, he's the one that began the feud with my friend Rui um, you might have seen him on my Instagram and so on um, he was on the podcast for a quick five minute episode he was mad about Black Lives Matter and so on so um, yeah I just I might have him on again it depends he's pretty temperamental it might just be a short um interview it might not actually be a long episode a full episode so we'll see how we go um but yeah that's just some creative ideas i've had i have been watching a few movies um been you know working on some some projects in here uh doing some client work and so on um if anybody wants commissions my commissions are open um, I have a couple of people that have asked me, so I need to uh, follow them up. <laughs> um, other than that, though, I have been very actively um, trying to look after myself. I, I've been looking into uh, my Ikigai, which has been a big taken up in a lot of my thought process lately, and it's uh, brought me to some nice places uh, psychologically and with my life. I'm just going to fix my hair up while I'm talking, but... Um, yeah, look, uh, all in all, it's been an interesting week. Uh, movies I've watched. Let's get to the movies I've watched segment of the vlog so we can move into the episode. Uh, this week, I watched a couple of movies. So our movie of the week was Ford v. Ferrari. Um, the is starring Christian Bale and Matt Damon. Brilliant, brilliant film. Um, Well-deserved, all of its... Uh, nominations and I think it won some Oscars, some sound Oscars and stuff. Well deserved, well put together. Um, I'm not a big car person, neither is my partner, uh, but I I don't like, um, I'm, I mean, I, I, I like, I don't mind cars, but I'm just, obviously I'm not a big car person. Like there's a Millennium Falcon on the shelf behind me right there. So, you know, <laughs> um, but I... I really enjoyed this film. Uh, it, it just really, on a personal human level, it gives you um, a story to really respect and to understand and to, to care about. So, um, and as the characters, the character development, you know, and uh, as always, uh, Damon and, and Christian Bale are just fantastic actors. Uh, so, I just want, I just thought that... 
you know, that was our film of the week. Um, I watched uh, now. I got to remember that Fire Fire Saga, uh, the Eurovision film that Will Ferrell made. Whew. Oh, Will Will Ferrell still has it. This is, in my opinion, his best film since like Anchorman Two. Um, don't get me wrong, the Daddy's Home, Get Hard, they're pretty good. I personally got a little bit. I actually wanted to see more of his character. I love Will Will Ferrell's character work. Um, his character work is, uh, it's just some of the best work he's ever done. Because he's a Saturday Night Live guy, so his his character work is great. And the character he plays in this, um, alongside the girl from Mean Girls, just brilliant, just fantastic stuff. So, yeah, that's the movies I've watched this week. Excuse me. Um, and so let's just get straight into the episode. We're talking about building your creative hero's journey, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get right into it. Let's get pumped because this is the beginning of the rest of your creative life. So let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's go. I'll see you on the other side, guys. What do Harry Potter, Katniss Everdeen, and Frodo all have in common with the heroes of ancient myths? What if I told you they are all variants of the same hero? Do you believe that? Joseph Campbell did. He studied myths from all over the world and published a book called The Hero with a Thousand Faces, retelling dozens of stories and explaining how each represents the monomyth or hero's journey. So what is the hero's journey? Think of it as a cycle. The journey begins and ends in the hero's ordinary world, but the quest passes through an unfamiliar, special world. Along the way, there are some key events. Think about your favorite book or movie. Does it follow this pattern? Status quo, that's where we start. One o'clock, call to adventure. The hero receives a mysterious message, an invitation, a challenge, Two o'clock, assistance. The hero needs some help, probably from someone older, wiser. Three o'clock, departure. The hero crosses the threshold from his normal, safe home and enters the special world and adventure. We're not in Kansas anymore. Four o'clock, trials. Being a hero is hard work. Our hero solves a riddle, slays a monster, escapes from a trap. Five o'clock, approach. It's time to face the biggest ordeal. The hero's worst fear. Six o'clock, crisis. This is the hero's darkest hour. He faces death and possibly even dies, only to be reborn. Seven o'clock, treasure. As a result, the hero claims some treasure, special recognition or power. Eight o'clock, result. This can vary between stories. Do the monsters bow down before the hero, or do they chase him as he flees from the special world? Nine o'clock, return. After all that adventure, the hero returns to his ordinary world. 10 o'clock, new life. This quest has changed the hero. He has outgrown his old life. 11 o'clock, 
Resolution. All the tangled plot lines get straightened out. 12 o'clock, status quo, but upgraded to a new level. Nothing is quite the same once you're a hero. Many popular books and movies follow this ancient formula pretty closely, but let's see how well The Hunger Games fits the hero's journey template. When does Katniss Everdeen hear a call to adventure that gets the story moving? When her sister's name is called from the lottery? How about assistance? Is anyone going to help her on her adventure? Hamish. What about departure? Does she leave her ordinary world? She gets on a train to the capital. Okay, so you get the idea. What do you have in common with Harry Potter, Katniss Everdeen, and Frodo? Well, you're human, just like them. The hero's journey myth exists in all human cultures and keeps getting updated because we humans reflect on our world through symbolic stories of our own lives. You leave your comfort zone, have an experience that transforms you, and then you recover and do it again. You don't literally slay dragons or fight Voldemort, but you face problems just as scary. Joseph Campbell said, in the cave you fear to enter lies the treasure you seek. What is the symbolic cave you fear to enter? Auditions for the school play? Baseball tryouts? Love? Watch for this formula in books, movies, and TV shows you come across. You will certainly see it again, but also be sensitive to it in your own life. Listen for your call to adventure. Accept the challenge. Conquer your fear and claim the treasure you seek. And then do it all over again. What is the hero's journey? Part one. What is the hero's journey? The Hero's Journey is a story formula that was written by author Joseph Campbell and first founded in his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces, in which Campbell compared all of the mythological stories of heroes that he could think of and find from all kinds of historical stories of great and daring and courageous heroes. In doing so, he discovered the paradigm of the hero's journey. He made his correlation when he realized that all the tales of old had a great storytelling formula to them. He discovered that all heroes would go down an almost pre-ordained or specific path. He discovered that they would often come from an ordinary world. There would be a call to action of some form. The hero would then refuse the call to action. They would meet with a mentor, often old and wizard-like. They'd cross the threshold into the new world, be tested by new allies and enemies. They would approach their innermost cave in which they would fight their own demons and discover their inner strength. There would be an ordeal of large proportions, the death of the old self, and often the mentor or an ally. A rebirth followed by a permanent transformation from the past self. Then, the road back to their home. Starting to sound a little like some of your favorite stories? <laughs> this is why I wanted to share this formula with you, because with this hero's journey, I discovered that there is a true creative journey here. There is stages to the creative journey, and although I'm definitely not close to the end of my journey, 
I want to translate this for my audience here at Making Lemonade to help you discover where you are in your own personal creative journey and to also discover where I need to go next. Next. So I know I am on the right path so that you will too. The creative hero's journey should not be misconstrued as grandiose or some sort of grab at calling yourself a hero. No, it's quite simply a fact. If you want to be the hero in your story, you need to act like one. If you think of your life as a movie and where you are going as the plot line, or rather your journey, your every day as the plot line, or as a great tale of old, what have you achieved so far? What act are you in? What story are you telling so far that can be shared with the masses? Are you just at the opening credits or are you halfway through? What kind of hustle and drive do you have to get to where you need to be? And what path are you following? I can tell you right now, my friend, that if you are going down a preset path, a well-worn track, and you are just following the masses to success and glory, does that not make you a sheep? Does that not make you a follower? How can you cause a ruckus and break the ground if you are just stuck in a crowd, aimlessly following the people who came before you and the ones after you? The heroes journey. That's how. So follow me as we break down the journey of all the heroes before us so that we can carve our names in the earth and the marble that is history. Because my friend, you and I will never be the same again once we go on this journey. If you take my hand now, be certain that you are ready to put all that you know behind you. Because if you come with me down this road, this will be the beginning of the rest of your life. Come with me. Take up your lightsaber. Take up your sword, your ring, your red pill, and follow me on the greatest journey of your life. Part two. The ordinary world. Okay, this is where the hero begins. They are living a most ordinary life, a most average life. They may live on a farm like Luke or be working in a cubicle like Neo. They are often an underdog, an unlikely hero in a world that may give them no meaning, no purpose and no credit. The world that the Chosen One is living in is often a safe one. A world that keeps them away from everything and everyone that may make them think outside of that tiny, small universe that those around the hero want to keep them locked inside of for the rest of their life. The ordinary world is where the hero was born and raised, but not necessarily their home. It is home and that they may not know much else beyond it, but it is not home by any other stretch of the imagination. They may return to the place ultimately, or they may not, because it's this place is not necessarily home to them. 
This place I simply, rather, is simply where they begin. The hero does not live here. They simply reside and begin here. The hero is often feeling trapped, feeling like they do not ultimately belong where they are. Sound familiar? Like something else is out there for them, but they cannot figure out where that may be and how to get there because they have been taught to play it safe and not push the limit. This is where we all begin, particularly those of us who have a creative calling. I mean, why do you think that characters like Moana, Luke Skywalker, Ray, or Neo really speak to the masses? let alone those of us who are creatively inclined. This is because they could be any of us. They begin as a nobody. They live as a nobody. They are all of us in the ordinary world living as ordinary people. They are the hero and the possibility in all of us to be extraordinary. The hero's world at this point is so small that the scale of the greater world has to be too large for them to comprehend, too great for them to understand. The hero's world at this point is hiding him or her from the truth. Although the hero is ready to see a greater world and knows they are destined for far larger things. The world which can often be their mindset will be holding them back. Take the, compa- Take the comparison of Luke and Ray. Luke, beyond wanting to go to Toshi Station to pick up some power converters, He was ready to join the Imperial Academy so that he could become a pilot. However, his uncle wouldn't let him go because he needed him for one more season on the moisture farm. This is his ordinary world holding him back and keeping him safe. Uncle Owen is the symbol of the ordinary world. Whereas Ray did not want to leave Jakku. She could have multiple times. However, she had decided that she needed to stay because if she didn't, her parents would come back for her and she would miss them. This here is her mind keeping her trapped. The ordinary world. Her mind is so fixed in this ordinary world that she has lived in voluntary poverty almost all of her life up until where we find her all because the ordinary world that is her psychological trap is keeping her safe do you see what i'm getting at so her circumstances not unlike luke's must force her to become great luke being his uncle and aunt leaving having to go with Obi-Wan, Rey, being that she has to get on the Falcon, she ends up with Han, she helps the Resistance, and goes to meet Luke.
This is where the creative translation comes in. I said we are all in the ordinary in an ordinary life. We are all creatively no one. But so too was Andy Warhol, Shakespeare, Raphael, Dwayne Johnson, Audrey Hepburn, you name it. One is not born the hero of their own story. We must become the heroes of our story. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, so much for watching and listening this week. That is part one of a multi-part series. I'm not quite sure how long it is. It's probably about four or five parts, maybe longer. We'll see how we go. Um, But thank you guys so, 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 so much for watching and listening. I really do appreciate all of you, every one of you there, every one of you here. Um, I want to, if you would like to follow me, please follow me on TikTok, Jordan Can Draw, Instagram, Jordan Morpeth Art, Twitter, Jordan Morpeth. Um, If you would like to... We have a Patreon, um, as will be audio listeners, you'll know that was at the beginning of the episode. So patreon.com forward slash the Lemonade Network for the audio listeners. Um, that is where you can get exclusive Lemonade Podcast Network uh, content. Same goes for everybody over here as well. Um, hello, everybody over there. If you would like to follow um, Making Lemonade, we are the Lemonade Pod Network on Instagram. Uh, and we will have a TikTok soon, hopefully. And if you'd like to learn more or you'd like to reread the script, if you miss some bits in this episode, please go to www.jordanmorpethart.com to learn more about the Lemonade Podcast Network, uh, to see our shows, our Star Wars shows, um, and to see um, all of the... Uh, you can see the script, sorry. That's what I'm getting to. You can get. You can see the script for this week's episode... Um, on the website there. You can reread through it. Uh, all the dialogue is there. I write all of these solo episodes so you can see everything that I spoke of here today. Um, please rate us on iTunes. Um, and that's really it. This is this is it for the episode, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, I will be back next week. I'm not sure what with, hopefully with part two. If not, it might actually just be a special guest. So, but thank you guys so much for watching and listening to Making Lemonade this week. I have been your host, Jordan. This has been Making Lemonade. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay weird. Yeet! <laughs> no, but seriously, I've spoken. This is the way. Welcome to Blackboard Boulevard, it's far from amazing where that chalk sketch silhouettes of brothers on pavement where that white boys raised in the black boy he raised disguising shackles with cuffs it's that modern day slavery when my nose is wide and my lips is swollen so this whip I'm driving that must be stolen I mean was he hiding was he holding if that be or not I can't read I can't read
My mama placed in Baba way blood inside of my DNA So the history of my pigments been written all on my face So I won't accommodate to that shit that I can't relate Like yelling all life matters with privilege in your veins It's hella hard to be an optimist when we optionless Documents say we in danger if them cops exist Life is like a box of chocolates And no, I'm not convinced with chocolate kids Spending life in a box for the same crown the white kid did What's the then What's he holding? If that be or not then No, no, no. 